Again, folks, it's John DePietro. We are uh, right outside some train station where um, a number of people are waiting. And if I understand this, so when when was your wife expected, and um, how how long have you been waiting? Uh, my mother-in-law is expected. Um, so I drove down from Berlin, and, and I I actually got you about two hours ago um, but I don't know now how long I have to wait so but it's not a problem I get, I've just got to hang around it's nothing compared to the journey she has to make so I've just got to wait around and, until she gets here. And, and, and people uh, in Germany what just you know your feeling what, what would they like to see happen would they like to see a more aggressive approach towards Putin I think it's very mixed. I think it's very mixed because it's very difficult. Obviously, people are criticizing the rest of Europe and NATO. But of course, if they do get involved, it's, it's really going to escalate. And that's, that's the worrying part. But how and when, when does this end? It's difficult to say. But something has to change. Something has to happen. And, and if you don't mind, just circle back. And again, folks, it's John DePietro. And we're in... Um, which, could you just state your name? Mike. Okay. And... If you could just take us through when this started and how that was impacting the family that you have in Ukraine. I think I think we talked about the fact that it would never start. Um, it was boiling. It, you, everyone could see it happening. But the family having the experience they have over the last eight years living in Donetsk were kind of very blasé. Most of the people in Ukraine were very relaxed about it because they didn't expect this to, to go this far and for this to happen. So, of course, when they did, I think it's just complete shock, really. Um, and then once your plan is to bring everybody back to Germany. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my mother-in-law and and hopefully some people who've joined her along the way. And um, I only have a car, but I can take a few people. And at least I've been able to bring some supplies to, to try and help in a small way. And is the plan to go back to Germ- uh, Ukraine at some point for them? Eventually, yeah. Uh, but... Let's see. We need to see how long this plays out. And I know from friends that I know of and lots of people in, in, in Germany, they are happy to help out for as long as they need to. And um, what is the feeling in Germany towards uh, President Zelensky? Again, I think shock in, in, in an unbelievably positive way. Um, he's just a very normal, proud guy who's just standing up for himself and for his country that you just don't see politicians do anymore which is incredible and it, and it's so motivating to see somebody real in politics it really is and again right now do you have a sense of when they're going to arrive um hopefully in the next hour but but it could be in the next few hours uh, it's really difficult to, to say at the moment because it sounds like it was uh, pretty treacherous when they were waiting to come on the train station. Awful. Yeah, it really was. But, but, but again, you know, uh, there was shelling surrounding, but she didn't get hurt. She's very lucky. There are a lot of people who were in a very different situation and then a lot of people who are stuck right now. So I would say she's very lucky. She's on her way. She's healthy. She's fine. She's warm. She has food. And she's, she's on track. So. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll talk to them when they arrive. All right. Do you guys want to? Uh, there's our friends back that we were talking to earlier. Now, should we should we go back inside where maybe it's a little bit warmer? It is starting to get 
cooler out here. And um, folks, again, we're uh, it's John DePietro, this portion of the program, parts by the Coesed in. You can see some people with signs. Now, it's definitely louder in here, obviously. So, do you think maybe we could go in where, uh, yeah, where the people are eating? And, folks, you can hear the announcements, but it is, um, oh, oh, I'll give you my card in a moment. Yeah, okay. All right, folks, you can hear, um, very chaotic as we're going to go down here. We don't want to interrupt uh, anyone. Looks like uh, little children in there. And what would be terrific would be maybe if we go, do you think we could go in? Okay. And then you can see the children playing right here. And then if um, And folks, we have Anna, our translator. So I, I'm, I'm actually live right now. So, oh, you are? Okay. Let me, um, Anna, if you could just um, maybe touch on, hold that, just like that, and just how um, the right in front of the, the right in front, how the, um, the, the, the children that are here right now, and just help some of these people that are here. So as you can see, here is the place where all the mothers uh, and all their children can stay for a while. So I guess you, you saw also the place, the room where they can sleep and here they can actually play or get some food. Maybe you can see that as well. Everything is for free, of course. So that's uh, the humanitarian help for our people. And uh, I'm not sure like how long they can stay here because uh, I don't have this information, unfortunately, but uh, as I've been living in this city for uh, a few days already, uh, I can say that there are a lot of people every day, so uh, they, can, uh, they can accept some help, as you can see. And uh, as far as I know, they are staying for a while, and then they are going to some other places, and other places the, where they can stay as well, maybe uh, to their relatives, to their friends, or, I mean, it depends, of course. So, yeah, but actually, I also took some food here, and uh, it's really good. They, they are making really good food, and, uh, yeah, so you can, you can have everything for free. So that's a big help for us. Let's do this. If yes. you think, could we maybe find someone that would... Uh, chat with us on and again folks um okay yeah maybe um someone that would be or even one of the children again um okay good all right folks again here it is it is uh juan and it's the john DePietro show and we're doing um this is also we're doing um taping this for radio as well as you're listening to hi there norma so we're doing a little bit of a combination folks Again, this is um, just this is our Tuesday coverage, and we'll see exactly who we can talk to, and and then especially with some of the people that are going to be uh, maybe arriving from from Ukraine, and um, I think it's also interesting the the man that you heard, um, 
just how long it was in there waiting for the train and then they were getting uh, shelled, which is very, very dramatic. Hi there, Lisa Carnavale. So folks, again, it is, um, you can tell that it's, it's tough with a lot of the families that are here. And this is um, the amount of time. Thank you very much, Bill. Folks, the amount of time that it is uh, taking for a lot of these people to try to make it out. So it's difficult, but good. I think we have um, Anna is uh, terrific. I just met her this morning. Oh, good. So if you could uh, stand right there. So, uh, no, she'll I'll, I'll just Okay, okay. So um, just tell us a little bit about uh, the, the person we have. So I just I just met uh, this girl. So what is your name? Uh, hello, my name is Natalia. Ya is Gorod Dnieper. So she's from Dnepropetrovsk. She's from Dnepropetrovsk. And um, when did when did you leave there? Когда вы сюда приехали? Когда вы уехали из Украины? Из Украины мы уехали в 9 утра, но нам очень повезло, потому что только недавно добавили эвакуационные поезда. Было 4-5 поездов, на которые просто невозможно было сесть. Люди с маленькими детьми сидели с толкучей, их распихивали руками. Это, ну, это было невозможно просто. Люди с маленьких городов, они просто не могут уехать, потому что когда это Пятихатки, это маленький сельский город, садят вагон только 5 человек, и они не могут уехать, у них нет возможности. И по сравнению с Польшей, там, где работают... Okay. Я буду переводить все, что вы говорите, чтобы я могла перевести корректно, хорошо? So they left at 9 a.m. Uh, yesterday, and uh, it was super hard for him, for them to to get uh, to get on the train because it's super overcrowded, and there are a lot of children, and they uh, were like jammed together, you know, because there was no space for them. Like all the trains uh, were super crowded, and only yesterday, I guess they. Uh, uh, they launched like uh, five evacuation evacuating trains, so they were lucky because they uh, got in this train. Are there are there some people, um, friends and family of hers that are that are staying behind in Ukraine? Если у вас знакомые, друзья, родственники, которые пришлось остаться, которые не смогли как вы. Да, у нас осталась мама, потому что какая-то родня осталась, осталось две квартиры. Мы не можем что быстро бросить и уехать. They left two apartments. They left their mother because uh, she needed to stay there. Uh, I guess she couldn't. She couldn't move. And uh, also a lot of a lot of relatives stayed there as well. So they left everything. Эвакуационный поезд идет мимо Киева, Белая церковь, и там уже начинают потихоньку обстреливать поезда. То есть эвакуация очень небезопасна, мы переживаем, как остальные смогут эвакуироваться дальше безопасно. So they are worried because the evacuating uh, train uh, it's going through Bela Tserkov, uh, that's a small city uh, really close to Kiev and also Kiev. So it's going through Bela Tserkov and Kiev, and it's really dangerous because this place is under bombs right now. And uh, they are really worried uh, of those people who left 
because if they even want to, to be evacuated and to get on this train, it's really dangerous to go right now to the border. Evacuating on the train is impossible. A father and a three-year-old Moldavia. Нет бензина, да заправить машину просто невозможно. So it's not possible to be evacuated by by car, even if even though you have a car, it's super dangerous at uh, for uh, at first. So it's super dangerous because uh, you are going uh, like for two days or something like that for a super long time, and uh, there is no gas. You can like uh, put some gas into your car, uh, and uh, for example. Uh, her uh, friends, they were uh, getting to the border, to the Moldavian border, uh, to the border with Moldavia uh, for... For three days already, for three days. So it's like, for now it's getting more and more complicated uh, to get to the border because it's not safe at all and it and takes a lot of time. Who, who is she traveling with? With her daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, as you know, men are not allowed to, to go uh, outside the country. So uh, now, little by little, uh, some friends uh, of her and some relatives are trying to, uh, to reach the border with their children because only them are allowed to, to reach the border and go outside the country. Наш город еще не обстреливают, обстреляли только аэропорт и части военные. Но в городах, которые рядом, сложилась гуманитарная катастрофа. Нет гуманитарных коридоров. Переговоры пришли в тупик. Люди сидят голодные в погребах. Мы этого очень боимся. Все запаслись продуктами, но это не вечно, и люди могут сидеть без света, просто без газа, без еды, yes. so без now, медикаментов уже. So now, for example, Dnipropetrovsk, uh, where she is from, uh, it's not under... I'm sorry? So Ukrainians can get for free some tickets for the trains if they have their documents. So they said that. Uh, so for now, Dnipropetrovsk uh, is uh, is not under bombs, but only the airport uh, was bombed. And uh, but we have another problem. So even those cities uh, which are not under the bombs right now, uh, it's not safe to stay there because we have like humanitarian collapse, you know. So uh, people can can't get any food. So there is no food in the city, you know, in the supermarkets. And they are hiding because they are scared. They are hiding in the shelters and they don't have any food. So that's another problem right now. And uh, we have those negotiations, political negotiations between Ukraine and Russia right now. But uh, it doesn't work because they don't want to, to give us like humanitarian corridor, you know, like this line for those people to get, you know, to get out from the city. How, um, how much destruction did she see or witness as far as destruction, bombing, destroyed buildings? Как много разрушенных домов, каких-то разбомбленных, скажем так, домов или каких-то учреждений, не знаю, все, что вы видели, можете рассказать. 
слушаєш. Сейчас наша подруга в Сумах сидит в оккупации, в погребе с тремя детьми. Еда заканчивается, они сидят частично без света и без связи. То есть у кого-то работает только Киевстар, у кого-то там еще какой-то оператор. Ну, бомбят несколько городов. Черниговщина очень сильно бомбят. У меня парень Черниговщины, mm-hmm. я слышу. So uh, she personally, she didn't see a lot of, she didn't see a lot of uh, those uh, destructions uh, because she she got here by train, I guess, and uh, she didn't see a lot. But uh, a lot of her friends and relatives who who are in Kharkiv region, in uh, Chernigiv region right now, in uh, Sumy region, so uh, those people there, uh, these the cities are destroyed, you know, completely, and they're hiding in the shelters. They didn't have any any food like for a long time and uh, uh, also they are hiding for so long like for for a week right now with uh, their children like one of her uh, of her uh, friends uh, she has two chi- uh, three children with her and they're hiding in the shelter right now and uh, yes Kharkiv is destroyed like completely destroyed and it's even dangerous to go outside and get anything like you you can't uh, go outside and get some food because it's dangerous so that's why you just need to sit there and to wait for something. But Ukraine will fight back. Because uh, you showed like NATO, they showed like their strength to all the world, you know, and uh, they killed Saddam Hussein and they showed that they can do that, you know, and now we are asking like all the Ukrainians, they are asking to close the sky to help us and uh, actually to kill Putin because that's the only way we think. We must kill Putin. We must kill Putin, yes. He is evil. You will not allow them to invade your country this way. Um, yeah. Okay. So where, what is her plan for tonight? So they still have a few days to think about it because they don't know where to go next uh, because uh, they can see that in Poland right now it's overcrowded with Ukrainian people and uh, they can't handle it, you know. So also those volunteers here, they can't handle that amount of Ukrainians who came to Poland. So uh, right now they're thinking where to go next. Maybe it uh, could be Poland. Uh, it could be Germany, I'm sorry. It could be Germany. But eventually, and again, folks, uh, for those that are just tuning in, those are the announcements that they make here. And we're with Anna. And then, but eventually, 
she would like to return to her home in Ukraine. So she thinks that, uh, considering that we don't have any help right now, I mean uh, political help, not only financial help, uh, there, is, there will be no place to come back because all the country will be ruined uh, till then, you know, and there will be no place to come back and uh, only our old generation, I guess, will stay there. And who knows, maybe it will become a new Donbass area, but the whole Ukraine will have, would have some other name, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, I can add that we, we try to stay positive, yes. but... You have course, to stay positive. We have to stay positive, but we don't have any help right now from NATO, so that's a big problem for us, and that's why we think that maybe it won't be a place to come back. Um, you know, it's so loud with that. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you very, thank you very much. And also, uh, what message does she want to give to the people of the United States? Some of the people are saying the United States has sent millions to try to help Ukraine and want the people of Ukraine to know that. But what message does she have for the people of the United States? Когда вы несете демократию в чужую страну, пожалуйста, задумайтесь о жизнях людей, потому что эта демократия многих странам просто выходит боком, и таких примеров очень много. То есть наша страна просто, наверное, не готова к демократии, и, ну, и мы не можем быть сейчас европейцами, мы к этому не готовы. И когда у нас такой старший брат с атомным оружием, ну, демократия у нас, наверное, не случится очень долго. Okay, that will be hard to translate, but uh, okay. So why don't we go in the hallway? Yes, let's yes. go in the hallway. Come with us, folks. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna move. Just it's, um, I just okay. As long as we get get back in. Okay. Yeah. Gets. Okay. All right. Now these are the trains. Oh, good. Much better. Мне нужно объяснить, какой месседж американцам, то, что мы, что они должны они сделать. Несут, Демократ... ну, закрыть небо. Они несут демократию, да. они хотят этим помочь, so... а на самом деле они не помогли, потому что у нас под боком есть сосед с атомным оружием, который нас просто не отдаст, и он не хочет у нас демократии. Он хочет марионеточное правительство и навязать свою волю. Да, с помощью атомного оружия, как Иран, он это делает. То есть нужно понимать геополитику и не пытаться сделать нам хорошо. Вы сделали сейчас нам не хорошо, а вы сделали нам немножко плохо. Пусть мы лучше будем марионеточном правительстве, но будут все живы, целые, здоровы. Ну, какое-то время. Пока не уберут Путина. А если Путина уберут, мы будем все развиваться. Ну, может быть, да? So I will try to... Uh, Do your best. I know there was a lot. Yes, yes. Folks, this is on or out translator. That's all right. Yeah, so uh, the main point, I guess, that I heard just right now 
so your country, like the United States, they they are trying to bring like democracy uh, to to our country actually right now. But I guess, um, as I just heard, uh, and that's her point of view that we are not ready for that. And uh, because of because of that, we have uh, this uh, this neighbor next to us. Uh, big brother, <laughs> no, that's, that's not so true. But Russia, <laughs> right? Because yes, Russia. because of Russia, and they have this nuclear weapon, and uh, we are super unlucky because we have this neighbor. Uh, and as I've heard, we are not ready to have this democracy, and all we need right now is just some political help, right? Uh, so all we need is to to close our sky and uh, to interrupt, I guess, and maybe. If not, if you can do that, maybe um, in her opinion, that's, that's the best way is that, these announcement folks are brutal. I understand that, by the way. Yeah, so I, that's it. That's it, actually. So that's, uh, that's the only way for us is just to close the sky and to stop this war. And that's it. Yeah, we're going to do it. All right. Thank you very much. All right, folks, we're going to take a uh, quick break because we're going to go live on the radio coming up at 11 and a lot more. Hi there, George Lindell. A lot more. It is, uh, again, it is um, Juan coming to you, folks. And uh, we're going to have a lot more. You can see a lot of the people that are... Uh, arriving and pulling up and a lot more right here uh join me on the radio on the john DePietro show again folks it's john DePietro. we are uh, right outside some train station where um, a number of people are waiting and if i understand this so when when was your wife expected and um, how, how long have you been waiting? Uh, my mother-in-law is expected um, so I drove down from Berlin and, and I, I actually got here about two hours ago um, but I don't know now how long I have to wait so but it's not a problem I get, I've just got to hang around it's nothing compared to the journey she has to make so I've just got to wait around and, 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 and people uh, in Germany, what, just you know, your feeling. What what would they like to see happen? Would they like to see a more aggressive approach towards Putin? I think it's very mixed. I think it's very mixed because it's very difficult. Obviously, people are criticizing the rest of Europe and NATO, but of course, if they do get involved, it's it's really going to escalate, and that's that's the worrying part. But how and when when does this end? It's difficult to say. But something has to change. Something has to happen. And, and if you don't mind, just circle back. And again, folks, it's John DePietro. And we're in... Um, which, could you just state your name? Mike. Okay. And if you could just take us through when this started and how that was impacting the family that you have in Ukraine. I think, I think we talked about the fact that it would never start. Um, it was boiling. It, you, everyone could see it happening. But... The family having the experience they have over the last eight years living in Donetsk were kind of very blasé. Most of the people in Ukraine were very relaxed about it because they didn't expect this to, to go this far and for this to happen. So, of course, when they did, I think it's just complete shock, really. 
Um, and then once your plan is to bring everybody back to Germany. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my mother-in-law and, and hopefully some people who've joined her along the way. And um, I only have a car, but I can take a few people and at least I've been able to bring some supplies to, to try and help in a small way. Is the plan to go back to German, uh, Ukraine at some point for them? Eventually, yeah. Uh, but let's see. We need to see how long this plays out. And I know from friends that I know of and lots of people in, in, in Germany, they are happy to help out for as long as they need to. And um, what is the feeling in Germany towards uh, President Zelensky? Again, I think shock in, in, in an um, unbelievably positive way. Um, he's just a very normal, proud guy who's just standing up for himself and for his country that you just don't see politicians do anymore, which is incredible. Yeah. And, it, and it's so motivating to see somebody real in politics. It really is. And again, right now, do you have a sense of when they're going to arrive? Um hopefully in the next hour but but it could be in the next few hours uh, it's really difficult to, to say at the moment because it sounds like it was uh, pretty treacherous when they were waiting to come on the train station awful yeah it really was but 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 again you know uh, there was shelling surrounding but she didn't get hurt she's very lucky there are a lot of people who were in a very different situation and then a lot of people who are stuck right now so i would say she's very lucky she's on her way she's healthy she's fine she's warm she has food and she's she's on track so thank you all right well we'll see maybe we'll talk to them when they arrive all right do you guys want to uh there's our friends back that we were talking to earlier now should we should we go back inside where maybe it's a little bit warmer it is starting to get cooler out here and um, folks, again, we're uh, it's John DePietro, this portion of the program, parts by the co sit in. You can see some people with signs now. It's definitely louder in here, obviously. So, do you think maybe we could go in where, uh, yeah, where the people are eating? And folks, you can hear the announcements, but it is. Um, Oh, oh, I'll give you my card in a moment. Yeah, okay. All right, folks, you can hear. Um, very chaotic as we're going to go down here. We don't want to interrupt uh, anyone. Looks like uh, little children in there. And what would be terrific would be maybe if we go. Do you think we could go in? Okay. And then... You can see the children playing right here. And then if um, okay. And folks, we have Anna, our translator. So I, I'm, I'm actually live right now. So oh, you are? Okay. Let me, um, Anna, if you could just um, maybe touch on, hold that, just like that, and just how um, the right in front of the, the right in front, how the, um, the 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 children that are here right now, and just how some of these people are here. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, here is the place where all the mothers uh, and all their children can stay for a while. So I guess you you saw also the place, the room where they can sleep, and here they can actually play or get some food. 
maybe you can see that as well. Everything is for free, of course, so that's uh, the humanitarian help for our people. And uh, I'm not sure like how long they can stay here because uh, I don't have this information, unfortunately. But uh, as I've been living in this city for uh, a few days already, uh, I can say that there are a lot of people every day, so uh, they can uh, they can accept some help, as you can see. And uh, as far as I know, they are staying for a while, and then they are going to some other places and other places the, where they can stay as well, maybe uh, to their relatives, to their friends, or, I mean, it depends, of course. So, yeah, but actually, I also took some food here, and uh, it's really good. They, they are making really good food, and, uh, yeah, so you can, you can have everything for free. So that's a big help for us. Let's do this. Yes. Do you think, could we maybe find someone that would... Uh chat with us on and again folks um okay yeah maybe um someone that would be or even one of the children again um okay good all right folks again here it is it is uh juan and it's the john DePietro show and we're doing um this is also we're doing um taping this for radio as well as you're listening to hi there norma so we're doing a little bit of a combination folks Again, this is um, just this is our Tuesday coverage, and we'll see exactly who we can talk to, and and then especially with some of the people that are going to be uh, maybe arriving from from Ukraine, and um, I think it's also interesting the the man that you heard, um, just how long it was in there waiting for the train, and then they were getting. Uh, shelled which is very very dramatic hi there lisa carnivali so folks again it is um you can tell that it's it's tough with a lot of the families that are here and this is um the amount of time thank you very much bill folks the amount of time that it is uh taking for a lot of these people to try to make it out so it's difficult, but good. I think we have, um, Anna is uh, terrific. I just met her this morning. Oh, good. So if you could uh, stand right there. So, uh, no, she'll, I'll, I'll just, okay, okay. So um, just tell us a little bit about uh, the, the person we have. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just met uh, this girl. So what is your name? Uh, hello, my name is Natalia. Ya is Gorada Dnieper. So she's from Dnipropetrovsk. She's from Dnipropetrovsk. Mm-hmm. Um, when did when did you leave there? Из Украины мы уехали в 9 утра, но нам очень повезло, потому что только недавно добавили эвакуационные поезда. Было 4-5 поездов, на которые просто невозможно было сесть. Люди с маленькими детьми садились в толкучи, их распихивали руками. Это, ну, это было невозможно просто. Люди с маленьких городов, они просто не могут уехать, потому что когда это Пятихатки, это маленький сельский город, садят вагон только 5 человек, и они не могут уехать, у них нет возможности. И по сравнению с Польшей, там, где работают... 
So they left at 9 uh, a.m. yesterday, and uh, it was super hard for him, for them to, to, get, uh, to get on the train because it's super overcrowded, and there are a lot of children, and they uh, were like jammed together, you know, because there was no space for them. Like all the trains uh, were super crowded, and only yesterday, I guess, they. Uh, uh, they launched like uh, five evacuation evacuating trains, so they were lucky because they uh, got in this train. Are there are there some people, um, friends and family of hers that are that are staying behind in Ukraine? Если у вас знакомые, друзья, родственники, которые пришлось остаться, которые не смогли как да, у нас осталась мама, потому что какая-то родня осталась, осталось две квартиры. They left two apartments, they left their mother because uh, she needed to stay there. Uh, I guess she couldn't, she couldn't move. And uh, also a lot, of a lot of relatives stayed there as well. So they left everything. Эвакуационный поезд идет мимо Киева, Белая церковь, и там уже начинают потихоньку обстреливать поезда. То есть эвакуация очень небезопасна, мы переживаем, как остальные смогут эвакуироваться дальше безопасно. So they are worried because the evacuating uh, train uh, it's going through Bela Cerkov. Uh, that's a small city uh, really close to Kiev and also Kiev. So it's going through Bela Cerkov and Kiev, and it's really dangerous because this place is under bombs right now, and uh, they are really worried uh, of those people who left because if they even want to to be evacuated and to get on this train it's really dangerous to go right now to the border эвакуироваться на машинах невозможно подружка и однокурсница моего ребенка они трое суток добираются через молдавию нет бензина да заправить машину просто невозможно so it's not possible to be evacuated by by car even if even though you have a car it's super dangerous at uh, for uh, at first so it's super dangerous because uh, you are going uh, like for two days or something like that for a super long time and uh, there is no gas you can like uh, put some gas into your car uh, and uh, for example uh, her uh, friends they were uh, getting to the border to the Moldavian border uh, to the border with Moldavia uh, for сколько времени? For three days already, for three days. So it's like, for now it's getting more and more complicated uh, to get to the border because it's not safe at all and it and takes a lot of time. Who, who is she traveling with? With her daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now, as you know, men are not allowed to, to go uh, outside the country. So uh, now, little by little, uh, some friends uh, of her and some relatives are trying to, uh, to reach the border with their children because only them are allowed to, to reach the border and go outside the country. Наш город еще не обстреливают, обстреляли только аэропорт и части военные. 
но в городах, которые рядом сложилась гуманитарная катастрофа, нет гуманитарных коридоров, переговоры пришли в тупик, люди сидят голодные в погребах, мы этого очень боимся, все запаслись продуктами, но это не вечно, и люди могут сидеть без света, просто без газа, без еды, yes. so без now, медикаментов уже. So now, for example, Dnipropetrovsk, uh, where she is from, uh, it's not under... I'm sorry? So Ukrainians can get for free some tickets for the trains if they have their documents. So they say that. Uh, so for now, Dnipropetrovsk uh, is uh, is not under bombs, but only the airport uh, was bombed. And uh, but we have another problem. So even those cities uh, which are not under the bombs right now, uh, it's not safe to stay there because we have like humanitarian collapse, you know. So uh, people can can't get any food. So there is no food in the city, you know, in the supermarkets. And they are hiding because they are scared, they are hiding in the shelters and they don't have any food. So that's another problem right now. And uh, we have those negotiations, political negotiations between Ukraine and Russia right now. But uh, it doesn't work because they don't want to, to give us like humanitarian corridor, you know, like this line for those people to get, you know, to get out from the city. How, um, how much destruction did she see or witness as far as destruction, bombing, destroyed buildings, so So uh, she personally, she didn't see a lot of, she didn't see a lot of uh, those uh, destructions uh, because she she got here by train, I guess, and uh, she didn't see a lot. But uh, a lot of her friends and relatives who who are in Kharkiv region, in uh, Chernigiv region right now, in uh, Sumy region. So uh, those people, they are, uh, th these cities are destroyed, you know, completely, and they're hiding in the shelters. They didn't have any any food like for a long time, and uh, uh, also they are hiding for so long, like for for a week right now, with uh, their children. Like one of her uh, of her uh, friends, uh, she has two ch uh, three children with her, and they're hiding in the shelter right now. And uh, yes, Kharkiv is destroyed, like completely destroyed, and it's even dangerous to go outside and get anything. Like you, you can't uh, go outside and get some food because it's dangerous. So that's why you just need to sit there and to wait for something. But Ukraine will fight back. Ukrainians will fight back.
отбиваться, мы, бороться, мы защищаться. Мы боремся, но мы очень хотим помощи НАТО, потому что вы показывали свою мощь, вы плавали крейсерами в Черном море. Почему вы не помогаете нам сейчас? Почему вы не помогаете закрыть небо? Они убивают наших мужчин, они убивают сейчас наших детей. Это геноцид, этого нельзя допускать в мире. Вы убили Каддафи, вы убили Саддама Хусейна. Почему вы не можете убить Путина? Ну, почему так в жизни? Это не мы видим, что очень много людей в Польше. Польша просто не справляется, будет скоро проблемы у них. Мы рассматриваем дальше Европу, возможно, Германию. Будем с рискими беженцами рядом жить, потому что у них только война произошла. So they still have a few days to think about it because they don't know where to go next. Uh, because uh, they can see that in Poland right now it's overcrowded with Ukrainian people and uh, they can't ha handle it, you know. So on also those volunteers here they can't handle that amount of Ukrainians who came to Poland. So uh, right now they're thinking where to go next. Maybe it uh, could be Poland. Uh, it could be Germany, I'm sorry. It could be Germany. But eventually, and again, folks, uh, for those that are just tuning in, those are the announcements that they make here. And we're with Anna. And then, but eventually, she would like to return to her home in Ukraine. Мы хотели, но понимаем, что это нереально, потому что если он разбомбит всю инфраструктуру, то возвращаться будет просто некуда, как и в Сирии. Просто там будет голод, холод, останутся одни пенсионеры, у нас будет одно большое восточное ордло, то, что он сделал с Донецком и с Луганском. Ну, так будет, скорее всего, потому что пока настанет помощь, он, мне кажется, он просто разбомбит we don't have any help right now. I mean, uh, political help, not only financial help. Uh, there is, there will be no place to come back because all the country will be ruined uh, till then, you know, and there will be no place to come back. And uh, only our old generation, I guess, will stay there. And who knows, maybe it will become a new Donbass area, but the whole Ukraine will have would have some other name maybe but uh, yeah I mean uh, we I can add that we we try to stay positive yes. but you have course, to stay positive we have to stay positive but we don't have any help right now from NATO so that's a big problem for us and that's why we think that maybe it won't be a place to come back um, you know, it's so loud with that. <laughs> thank, um, thank you very, thank you very much. And also, uh, what message does she want to give to the people of the United States? Some of the people are saying the United States has sent millions to try to help Ukraine and want the people of Ukraine to know that. But what message does she have for the people of the United States? 
сейчас на самом деле это правда, что многие американцы отправляют очень много денег, чтобы помочь украинцам. Это действительно правда. Но что бы вы хотели сказать американцам еще, помимо того, что они отправляют нам деньги, они отправляют нам финансовую помощь, что бы вы хотели сказать еще, какой месседж вы хотели донести для них? Когда вы несете демократию в чужую страну, пожалуйста, задумайтесь о жизнях людей, потому что эта демократия многих стран просто выходит боком, и таких примеров очень много. То есть наша страна просто, наверное, не готова к демократии, и, ну, и мы не можем быть сейчас европейцами, мы к этому не готовы. И когда у нас такой старший брат с атомным оружием, ну, демократия у нас, наверное, не случится очень долго. Okay, that will be hard to translate, but uh, okay. So why don't we go in the hallway? Yes, let's go in the hallway. Come with us, folks. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna move. Just it's, um, I just okay. As long as we get get back in. Okay, yeah, gets. Okay. All right, now these are the trains. Oh, good. Much better. Ну, мне нужно объяснить, какой месседж американцам, то, что, мы, что они должны они сделать несут, в демократии. Да, ну, они несут демократию, да. они хотят этим помочь, so, а на самом деле они не помогли, потому что у нас под боком есть сосед с атомным оружием, который нас просто не отдаст, и он не хочет у нас демократии, он хочет марионеточное правительство и навязать свою волю, да, и с помощью атомного оружия, как Иран, он это делает. То есть нужно понимать геополитику и не пытаться сделать нам хорошо. Вы сделали сейчас нам не хорошо, а вы сделали нам немножко плохо. Пусть мы лучше будем в марионеточном правительстве, но будут все живы, целые, здоровы. Ну, какое-то время. Пока не уберут Путина. А если Путина уберут, мы будем все развиваться. Ну, может быть, да? So, I will try to... Do your best. I know that was a lot. Yes, yes. Folks, this is on or out translator. That's all right. Yeah, so, the main point, I guess, that I heard just right now, so your country, like the United States, they are trying to bring, like, democracy, uh, to to our country actually right now, but I guess um, as I just heard, uh, and that's her point of view that we are not ready for that, and uh, because of because of that we have uh, this uh, this neighbor next to us, uh, big brother. <laughs> no, that's that's not so true. But Russia, <laughs> right? Because yes, Russia. because of Russia, and they have this nuclear weapon. And uh, we are super unlucky because we have this neighbor. Uh, and as I've heard, we are not ready to have this democracy. And all we need right now is just some political help, right? Uh, so all we need is to, to close our sky and uh, to interrupt, I guess. And maybe, if not, if you can do that, maybe um, in her opinion, that's, that's the best way is that uh, these announcement folks are brutal. I understand that, by the way. Yeah, so I, that's it. That's it, actually. So that's, uh, that's the only way for us is just to close the sky and to stop this war. And that's it. Thank you very much. All right, folks, we're going to take a uh, quick break because we're going to go live on the radio coming up at 11 and a lot more. Hi there, George Lindell. A lot more. It is, uh, again, it is um, Juan coming to you, folks, and uh, we're going to have a lot more. You can see a lot of the people that are uh, arriving and pulling up, and we'll a lot more right here 
Uh, join me on the radio on the John DePietro Show. <laughs>